tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. All right, Blake, we got a lot to go over here. We had some crushing defeats in the last few weeks. We had uh, Ben Griffin losing in a playoff. We had, I had Adam Hadwin last week. Um, and you had JT Poston, who both really should have had a much better chance to win than they did if it weren't some mistakes. But a couple of heartbreakers, huh? Yeah, I mean, the Ben Griffin one was like the worst of the worst. That I have never been so dejected after a golf tournament. I don't even know why it was the Sanderson, but I don't know. He had a th- he had a two shot lead with three holes left. Yeah, that's insane. Of course, that you're really not bogeying much. Yeah, I mean, not to mention all the mistakes he made earlier in the day too. He hit three fairways. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> Isn't he a guy that uh, peppers fairways? Isn't that his thing? I think he does, but he's just not He's not good off the tee. He's just kind of like a, you know, those shorter hitting guys, when they start getting loose, a little bit loose, like, and they have, they're going to have a 180, 190 in from the rough, they're in trouble. It was weird because he, he made some big putts during the day, um, like some seven, eight footers for par. And then he had the eight footer on 18 and, Man, that thing just hung right on that lip. Do you think it was a good putt? Yeah, kinda. It wasn't a. I don't think it was like a bad putt. I thought it had a chance of going in. It's just the mistake was made in the fairway when he went. Like you just have to put it forty-five feet on the green somewhere there, like he did in the uh, playoff. And as soon as he didn't win, you knew he was, wasn't going to win in the playoff because it was a five-man playoff. And then to make matters worse, Luke List fucking wins. And I was texting you all week. I'm like, oh, man, I think Luke List has some Sepp Strack in him here. Yeah, you did. You did. Big Southern boy. And then I just didn't bet him. And, of course, he drills a fucking 45-footer. Was it 45 feet? It was fucking deep, yeah. And was anyone else going to make a bogey? You mean make a birdie? No, a bogey. Like if 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 he didn't make that putt, was all five going to be advancing? You think to the next playoff hole? Oh, um, as soon as he as soon as Griffin missed his putt, I turned it off. So, but yeah, yeah, they I think they all pretty much would have made par. No one had a good birdie look at all. Yeah, I think Norlander was like fifteen feet, but five of it was like in the fringe. Right, that was the best look. Everybody else was outside of thirty feet. <sighs> Yeah, so that that one sucked. Um, and then last week, I had Hadwin who fucking makes a six on sixteen. Just me, he needs to make a par. He was two hundred middle of the fairway. I don't know how you come up that far short. He um, bogeyed that hole. That's the par five, right? Yep, same hole that Poston did on Saturday. Poston didn't bogey it. <laughs> I suck dick if he bogeyed it. He'd be in a playoff right now. I know. I he know. made fucking but, triple. <laughs> yeah, Hadwin fucking had two hundred in, left it way short in the water and then he made a great fourth put it to six feet five feet ten inches and then tom messed his shot up and missed the birdie putt so it was about to be no blood and then hadwin misses the five foot par oh that's killer and then on 17 he like lipped out from like 20 23 feet he almost made that one it was a really good putt um and then i saw him made like a 20 footer on 18 you think he makes that putt if it was to tie it I don't know. It's a good question. Probably not. Yeah. So Saturday, Poston, he's pretty much tied for the lead. He's got, he's got the easiest hole like in golf. I think. I think every, everybody was eagle in that hole. Yeah, I mean they and, had they had like a seven iron in. Yeah, I know. Poston put it to four feet Sunday for eagle. Yep. Um, and he's in the rough a little bit, but I, I don't think it affect the rough affected anything this week at all. Um, and he puts it in the water, but it actually crossed the line. I don't know if it was a red, red line or a yellow line. And instead of going to the drop zone, he goes all the way left to get a better angle and hits it out of the rough instead of out of the fairway. And you think he had an option to hit it from the drop zone? Yeah. Cause he hit the next one into the water again. And then he went back to the, and then he went to the drop zone. Makes no sense. We I mean, had one hit it from the drop zone, I think, and he he had a really good shot. He had put it right to six feet. So I don't know why he wouldn't have done that. 
Yeah, so so he dropped it in the rough, hits the rocks, bounces a couple times when it goes in the water again, ends up the next shot he puts to 15 feet, misses the putt, makes triple, and that was it. And then Tom wins, and I know you liked Tom earlier in the week too. Yeah, I had a star 14 earlier. I would have, I mean, 14 I would I would have bet, but that thing was gone quick, and I wasn't making decisions that early. Um. But yeah, I did like him because he's been playing well. Like he, he played beginning of the year. He was shit, and he's been good the last like couple months, right? Yeah, he has. This is a perfect course for him. I was happy with my car. I mean, I, all he bet was Hadwin thirty-five, Hoagie forty, and Wallace seventy, and I had a guy yeah. finish Wallace one shot back. Good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and Hoagie stock, but I mean, just to not risk much and still have a guy with a chance to win. I mean shitty part there was no real hedge opportunities like even just to make a little bit back because tom there's started so, so good too. yeah there's so many guys and then tom after three holes tom was up three on Hadwin. i really still thought it was going to come down to those two because they had all the holes in front of them but um and then we had live eric cole too before we get to live eric cole <laughs> what a cocksucker that guy is i fucking hate that guy so much <laughs> i just hate eric cole watch him win this week he ain't winning dick i can't believe he shot nine under I know he's not. Um, so we also had Sergio on live. Yeah. So I was in a golf tournament this weekend and I, I didn't watch anything Sunday, but I was checking the scores and all of a sudden I look and Sergio's tied for the lead. I got up and watched it. What happened? Um, so he, it was him, Brooks and Varner all at 12 under uh, with five holes to go. And then he had a great shot, a uh, great drive in the fairway, had like 140 in. And went right at the pin, but it was a it was a right pin, and it was a little bit of fall off, and just the wind took it a little bit too far right, and it's fall all the way down. And he had a really he had to putt it up the slope because that grass is just the zoysia was so grabby that he couldn't really just if he tried to bump it, it would have stuck in there. Mm-hmm. So he had to putt it all. He made a great putt, put it to like seven feet, but you know Sergio didn't sniff the fucking hole. <laughs> he, he missed like. Way right, not way right, but I mean, on a seven footer, it was didn't really have a chance to go in. He was up early as usual, and then um, Brooks, then the par three seventeenth, which is a really tough hole. Mm-hmm. Brooks Brooks makes like a thirty footer, and then um, so he was up two with two to go, and um, yeah, that was basically it. Then he goes, then freaking Gooch birdies the last couple holes too. Top yeah. top player in the world, Taylor Gooch. Oh my god. Fuck out of my face with that shit. You know what else? I was I, I was I was even thinking about this. Gooch at the previous week at the um Dunhill would finish like 143rd. So weird. And then we'll never know out. how good we'll never know how good Gooch is because he's not he's not eligible for majors no. <laughs> next year. <laughs> he has to no. qualify. I was reading a lot about the shipnet book and they were off he got a really good deal because they viewed him as like kind of the linchpin in terms of a guy who is still up and coming and rising in the world rankings and all that stuff. So yeah. he got a pretty good guarantee to, to, to go. Like how much? It was 30 million. That's pretty good. Well, he just made fucking 18 million. Yeah. I mean, he can't regret it. He's <laughs> no way. Well, she made like 60 million in the last two years. Who do you think? Not better golfer, but who do you think? Um, made the better decision, Gooch or Homa? That's a great question. I mean, depends what you value. And I think most people are going to say they value the legacy and stuff, but I think deep down, everyone values the money. I think, I mean, but Homa's made a good amount. He hasn't made what Gooch has made. No. Uh, But he's a, he's like an American hero now. (laughs) Why for losing the Ryder Cup? No, everyone just loves him, and he's uh, like, I mean, yeah, I think, who would I rather be? I'd rather be Gooch. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see, Gooch won fucking three times, so that's 12 million, minimum. Plus the team. Plus the team, so he probably won 25 million. Plus the 18. Plus, Yeah, I'd say 20 million plus the 18, so he probably won close to 40 million this year. And last year, he did he win twice last year? I have no idea. Oh, uh, maybe he didn't win at all. I don't remember. Either yeah, either way, that's a fuckload of money. Plus the thirty he got guaranteed to sign. 
Yeah, and then Homa, what did he win this year? He won the Torrey Pines. Yes, and that wasn't an elevated event, so he won, I don't know, 1.5. Did he win anything else this year? He won something else. He won something in the fall. He won the that Fortnite. Yeah, that's what? That's 1.2. 1 million. Yeah, so he won. He, Homer probably won, I don't know, 4 or 5 million. They probably did the same thing in, in uh, majors. Both sucked ass. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I don't know. I think I'd rather be Gooch. Yeah, I would say. You want to be a Ryder Cup guy or number six in the world, I guess, if you want to say he's number six in the world? Or do you want 70 million in your pocket? Yeah. Um, it's, yes, I mean, it's it's interesting. It is. And, I, and I'm, a, I'm a legacy guy myself. Like, I'm not always just the go for the money guy because I do think, you know, I think studies show too, like at a certain point, it doesn't matter how much you make as long as you're past that certain threshold where you're living comfortably. Yeah. So I don't think there's a huge difference between 30 million and 80 million, like in the grand scheme of things. And I do think obviously when you, you know, when you're, when it's all said and done, people are going to remember Homer more than they remember Gooch. Definitely. Probably. thousand percent. So do you, you think know, I, either, either wishes they were the other? I think, I think both. I mean, you always want what you don't have, right? So if you have all that money, you're thinking, man, I, I love this money, but I kind of do wish people thought of me the way they think of home. And then home is thinking, this is bullshit. I'm doing accomplishing all these things. And my buddy Gooch has 70 million. So I just like, just like everything in life, the grass is always green on the other side. And you kind of always want what you don't have. Yeah. If Homer starts winning majors, then the answer is Homer. Yeah. Right. Gooch yeah, isn't going to be, Gooch isn't going to be in any of them. So unless matter. things change. Right. Well, unless, I mean, would you be shocked to see the RNA say they'll, they're going to take the top? People are saying top 12 from Liv. That's way too many. No, it should be it should the top be, five. Uh, so the big guns have started to just kind of just win all these events. Like the last four winners have been uh, uh, Bryson, Cam, Bryson, Brooks. Yeah. Plus you have three Gooch wins. That's seven out of the, tw- out of the four, t- half of the wins have been best five, six players. So if you look at the standings, you have the top three are Gooch, Cam Brooks, Bryson's four, DJ's five, Reed six. Would you go lower than six? Well, the question is, do the guys who are already exempt, do they get skipped on the list? I'd say. So usually usually the way it's worded is the top five not already exempt. Right. So who would that leave? That would leave Gooch. Um, well, it depends on the major. Yeah. Because if you're looking at the Masters, Reed is already exempt. But if you're looking at the PGA, you get Gooch, Reed, Varner, and Mito. I think something like that's fair. I think five, whether you do, yeah, five who aren't already exempt, I think is fair. Gooch will just suck ass in the majors too. It doesn't really matter. I don't really give a fuck if Gooch gets in a major or not. I don't either. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're missing much with him. And as long as we get Cam Brooks, Bryson, DJ Reed in these majors, Neiman, Neiman, yeah, that's all I need. Yeah, right. There's nobody else I need in there. I mean, I'd like to see a way for. I'd like to see that, like Chikara and Puig, right? But, but they're not going to qualify anyway. No, neither of them, neither of them, neither of them made the top 24. And if you think about them as on live, you know, just say basically they're still in that de- uh, developmental tour stage of their career. Like give them another year, see if then they see if they can get into that top five, seven, ten on live and then see. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely shouldn't be top 12. That's that's way too many. That's a quarter of the fucking field. <laughs> yeah. Which I'd say top, top six. Five. Yeah, top five. I think five is fair. Not um, already exempt, right? Exactly. And then what do you think about the rankings thing? Um, one, okay, a couple things. 
I don't understand why it takes fucking 16 months to make these decisions. Yeah, it should. It's just like, what, can't we just come together, quick quick call, get all the facts, and then figure it out? Yeah, and all the people who say, this is all the process has always been. It takes, okay, these are obviously extenuating circumstances where this isn't a typical application. Right. Like, yeah. you get half of the, the best, best players players. in the world left for this tour. <laughs> what, what are these guys doing where they can't speed up the process? Yeah. Um, I thought it was kind of bullshit. I did understand it, but they they just gotta they gotta figure out another way to rank players. Yeah, a couple things. I think they do need to figure a different way. I do think in a way it's wrong. I also think that Liv should have been more receptive to changing. And I, I do go by the line of thinking that the world golf rankings are there to rank the best players. The best players aren't there to conform to the world golf rankings because the, you know, these tours predate the OWGR. So I think they're wrong in thinking that they need to adapt. However, adapting wouldn't hurt. And I think it'd be better for them and the product if they did adapt a little bit. Adapt how though? Cause the guy said it, he, he, he didn't mind their format. He said the he main said reason they- was because of the fucking relegation shit. Right, which I think they're kind of doing a decent job of the relegation. They're, they're making a big event. They're relegating guys. I mean, is it because they can't relegate the captains? Yeah, that's the big stick, like, sticking point. But then you got, then you got, like, if Phil Mickelson was on the PGA Tour, he would never lose his card. Right. He'd just be exempt and everything. It's the same exact thing. It's just a bit hypocritical because you see, get now you got JT and all these guys exempt in the hero world challenge. You get world ranking points for that event. So you're just giving those guys free. What, why are they exempt? It's because their names. So it's the exact same thing as live. Why those guys are exempt. And you say, you can't give ranking points to, to people who just cherry pick the best players and have no reason to be there. I mean, you can't say both things. That being said, I mean, maybe it's not the reason for the ranking points. I do think they should adapt to make the fields bigger. And I really just don't like 54 holes. And I think part of that is a big thing. Why? Gooch is winning so many times. Like, there's something about, all right, you work your way that round three to get the lead, and then you get to sleep on it. And on Sunday is a whole n- another story. I feel like they don't really have that. I know Saturday's the last day, but it doesn't Why? feel like Sunday. Why don't you think they have that? You still you're still sleeping on a final round lead. It just doesn't. Feel, it, just, it just never feels the same to me. Well, it's not going to feel the same because because of the norm. I don't. Well, I like the norm. What about the cut? I don't like that either. Yeah, they should have a cut. But can you, would you have a cut with only 48 players? Go to 60 and have a, have a cut 40, 35 and ties. Yeah, I like that. But then you, then you lose a team thing. But for me, why, why do they have to lose the team thing? Can't they just say, hey, you're fucked? They should the say team, that. The team needs to be the team needs to play better. You're not going to win this event. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> right. That's what it should be. And it's also should be like, so say if one team has four guys through and one team has three guys through and only three scores count. Yeah. The team that has four has an advantage, but you three can still play your ass off. Right. Man, we can make this league so much better. <laughs> Seriously. 60 with a cut. I'd, pre- I'd prefer 72 with a cut, but, um, Sorry. 60 is, is definitely should be done. So then we get the relegation event that I kind of wanted to touch on. Um, I think that would be pretty interesting. You get a good amount of guys in there who, um, I don't know. I mean, you, you get an invite sent to some players like, you know, top amateurs that will be interesting to see if they commit. So it's in Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi December 8th. Uh, you get the top 32 in the or, order of merit. You got the US AM champion who is, um, refresh me on that. Dunlap. Is he Dunlap. in? Did he commit? No, he didn't commit. He's been invited. No. Um, you get the British AM champion, who is Crystal Lampret, who was in, had a good open showing. You get the Latin America, uh, again, didn't commit yet. The Latin American tour champion, the Asian Pacific amateur champion, um, European amateur champion, top 200 in the OWGR. So they're still using that criteria. Uh, and then the top 20 in the Wagger, who is the top amateurs. Um Wow, so they're invited a lot of people, huh? Yeah, so basically if anyone wants to, I mean, so you'll, you know, it's just a risky proposition because now say you're 
Dunlap and you want to go, you're like, oh, I, I would take the money on live if I got the opportunity. But now you're risking that PR if you join it and you still don't make it. So then you get the, you get just fucked on both ends. Yeah. Because like, oh, he tried joining live, but he didn't make it. So now he's going to be on the. But I, I also these guys have much less incentive to try to go on live now with the, the new PGA Tour U system and stuff. Which is yeah. why they did it. Mm-hmm. So we lost. Okay, so the guys that got relegated were Jed Morgan, Piot, yep. Chase Kepka, and Siwon Kim. Westy and Marty Keimer should have been, but they're obviously exempt as they are captains. Which so they yeah, would have dropped uh, they would have dropped six guys. Because they technically had fifty, not uh forty-eight players play this year due to injuries. I wish they still could have um relegated them and then had them be like alternates and still have the ownership stake and they have to replace themselves right be like hey we got we got a five-man team because we got relegated right yeah and you're an alternate but you you could it's your team so you're still getting money so you you still you know equity and the success but you got to find a replacement yeah but then what if they just don't and then play ever I know, but that's fine. Picture him on the green side fucking in his... He's wearing like a fucking Majestics polo or whatever and like just watching them and like cheering his team on and like coaching them and shit. Yeah, I just don't know if they're there yet with that league. Probably not, but I mean, do you, at some point, you got to not suck ass. Westy fell off hard, quick. Real hard. Um, But I, I'm not for... Uh... I mean, I, I could have guessed Marty Keimer was going to be relegated. <laughs> Or not make it. <laughs> that they offered him like, "Hey, we'll give you twenty million." He's like, "You guys sure about that?" <laughs> All right, if, if you say so. <laughs> oh man, some of these guys made out like bandits. Yeah, no brainer for a lot of them. Um, Timer, Westwood, McDowell, no brainer. <laughs> Charles, Charles, and Charles wins. That ship nut book I'm reading is really good, man. It, uh, a lot of good insights to some just behind the scenes and when everything was going on. I really like it. It's not actually out yet, right? I believe it's out tomorrow, maybe. Okay. Um, nice. It's good. It's so, good. Also, so they have the lock zone, top 24, and then the open zone. So from 25 to 44, these guys can just be picked up, agents. right? For the free agents. So that'll depend on if they want to bring their guys back or not. wonder where Wolf's going. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Brooks. <laughs> but, you know, my question is, like, do you lose the team identities here? Like, what if the it's like, hey, the fucking uh, Ironheads suck ass. Should we just sign Wolf? And then just a bunch of Asians and Wolf? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. They're losing. Uh, who did they lose? They, lost, they obviously lost C1 Kim. Yeah. Wow, Brooks' team needs two guys. Brooks's team, yeah. I can't believe. Do you hear what he said? What that that they only have a three man team? Yeah. <laughs> this guy's still playing like today. Yeah. <laughs> he, he must hate his ass really bad. Yeah. That's good. That's pretty cool. I I would hate him too. He's, a, I mean, he's a pussy. I, and he uh, and from what I heard from someone who knows him a little bit says because he's always fucking smoking weed all the time oh really yeah and that's why he's like anxiety and shit it's like dude if i smoked weed all every day i'd get some pretty bad anxiety too i think <laughs> wow but i'm sure he maybe i mean it affects everybody differently maybe he's prescribed that because of his anxiety i don't know yeah but I, the person i knew that was playing with him wasn't it wasn't a rat wasn't around it was um this isn't a pro either um, said they played around him. He was high as fuck. Really? Yeah, like complete space shot. I don't know how people play golf high. I can't do it. I couldn't do no. it. No. Well, he can't either. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, any interest in this live event this week? Um. I would like to bet it if they had matchups. I mean, we usually do really well with the Ryder Cup stuff, like an alternate shot match. If it was say. 
DJ and Perez versus Gooch and Vaughn or whatever the team shake out. Like I could bet on those matches. Once it goes to individual on Sunday, I really don't have too much interest. Yeah, same. But I like the individual matchups. I think that would be fun to bet on. If I can bet on it. If I can't bet on it, I don't give a fuck. Right. Like any of it. <laughs> yeah. But are we going to are we going to get on it? Um I don't know. I mean, not on, not on DraftKings for some reason. DraftKings Massachusetts doesn't allow live to be better. <laughs> no, strange. Uh... So I don't know. I don't don't expect much out of us from the live event this week, betting wise. No, I mean, but if you get matchups, I'm willing definitely to fire them off. Yep. Um, anything else before we get to Zozo? Um, no, I think that's it. Been a rough couple of weeks, but I mean, you got to trust the process. We're obviously right there picking, uh, picking guys. I could both, all three of the guys that we were on could have easily won and we could yeah. easily be winning three, three events in a row. We're still having a, we're still having a win and fall. doesn't matter. Absolutely. I mean, we had almost a Tagala then Ryder Cup, and then Ben Griffin loses the playoff, and then you get a guy's coming second and third. So, And then yeah. Sergio and Liv came in third. I mean, so, yeah, we're all over the fucking thing. That's just how it goes. Yep. Um, so, Zozo, all right, we got – we're at Narashino Country Club, um, and that is in Tokyo, Japan. And let me just see – get my preview up here. Um, it is par 70, 7,079 yards, bent grass greens. The course has a unique design as five par threes and three par fives. It's a no cut 78 man field. You got 60 PGA tour players from the FedEx cups point list. You get nine special exemptions and nine Japan golf tour players. 16 of the top 50 from the OWGR will be playing. Past winners, 2022, you had Keegan at 15 under. 2021, you had Decky at 15 under. In 2019, you had Tiger Woods at 19 under. 2020, it was played at uh, the Summit Club because of COVID. That was the one Cantley won. Yeah. And looking at the stats and stuff, so originally I kind of wrote my preview just about what the course looked like and how it seemed and you know, players did well and stuff. But it's, I, I thought good drives and fairways are going to be really important. But I think overall off the tee, I, so I, this year I switched the model and switched the preview to good drives gain to strokes gain off the tee. Because I do, I mean, looking on data golf, driving distance has been the most important factor, which I thought found interesting. And then you look at the leaderboard, that correlates as well with bombers kind of at the top of the leaderboard. So I think you do need to be a good driver overall. Yeah, last year you had Keegan obviously won. Um Buckley Tagala were in the top five. Champ was eighth. Uh, Xander ninth. He kind of puts it out there. But then you also had like a guy like Putnam battling Keegan all weekend. It was not the longest of guys. Yeah, I think overall, I mean, it's going to come more down to iron play because it isn't long. I heard there's some, like, it's short par fours and long par fours. Yeah, like a good mix of them. Yep. Then you get the double greens. Yeah. Which is kind of odd. It's just it one of those odd. courses. That's why I said it reminded me of Sentosa in Singapore. It looks like the course is just made in the sky and dropped down onto a piece of land. Like, was that noisy grass? I think it was. Fucking Brooks was there too. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Brooks just fucking loves Zoysia. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like. Um, you see a lot of the same guys, but it's like one of those courses. It was just like manufactured, pristine conditions. They get the sub air system, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And it just kind of dropped into a, a piece of land. But those Japan, the difference, I guess, the Japan golf courses have those million trees. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Zoysia fairways, bent greens. Got to factor those, those two in, right? Yeah. For Anything sure. else on the course? Um, no, I think that's about it. I mean, if you get a precise iron player, look at it. I mean, Tiger 
just I think you're gonna be a smart strategic player here. Like guys that can just plot their way around the course and make the right decisions and stay out of trouble. Like I think guys like that have uh Tiger twenty nineteen Tiger, Hideki, Keegan, I think all can do that type of stuff. Right. Good iron play. All right. So anything else before we get to odds? Um no. Okay. We got Zozo, Zozo. DraftKings, Zozo. You got X at 7, Colin at 11. And now Sanjay's 14, Hideki's 14. And Minwoo is 18. Yeah, I mean... This seems like one of those weeks where the top of the board is a big separation from the rest of the guys. Yes, big time. Like the top four guys are just head and shoulders above the rest of the field. But it's not like the best four guys in golf, so they're definitely beatable. They are beatable, and none of them are playing like that great either. Correct. So yeah, they're beatable, um, but cla- in terms of class, they're up there. Uh, so early, there's different odds in other places. I mean, I think that's it's gonna a lot is gonna come down to what books you're using and stuff. But for the top of the board, um, Xander seven eight everywhere. Morikawa's between nine and eleven. Sungjae is the best number now is sixteen. So that's been beat down. Mm, man, did you bet it, anything? Yeah, I bet eight. I bet uh eighteen. Did you? Yeah, on DraftKings. Wow. I didn't bet mm-hmm. it. I also bet a little be- uh, piece with Better Golf Odds, um, who I've been looking on, following the Twitter stuff. Looks like he's paying a lot of people, so I think people can definitely take that chance with him if you want to. I got a twenty-one there. I'm sure that's gone, but I didn't bet him. I wanted to bet him. I thought we were going to get a 20. Maybe we will. I like him. I don't think um, hit History here. He was third in 2019. Uh, kind of just like that he's playing golf right now and playing it pretty well. Granted, the fields he's playing in are like not good at all. Um, he was he got the silver medal in the Asian Games or whatever you want to call it. That is what um, it's called. Okay. <laughs> the, the Koreans got the gold medal and he avoided uh, military time. Um, and then last week he came in second, right? Yeah. At the Genesis. The yeah. Lost in a playoff at the, in, in China at the Genesis championship. I think that was in Korea. South um, Korea, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Okay. Whatever. He had a, he had a two shot lead going into the final round and I'm, I'm probably pretty sure he did. A lot of Sanjay stuff with that little micro penis of his. Yes. So, um, but looking at the qu- quality of player he is, he's definitely the fourth or fifth best golfer in this field. I don't even think it's that debatable. Yeah. It's, I mean, the reason I bet the 20 or the 18, whatever, when you, and I know you're really high on him, and that's part of what convinced me, but the reason I did it is because that's the only palatable number. Like, I think obviously X. And Morikawa, I wouldn't say a much better chance to win. Maybe a slightly better chance to win. But they're seven to one and eleven to one, and I just I'm never getting there. And I think Sungjae has maybe slightly less of a chance than them, but still a pretty good chance. And that eighteen twenty for me was like, just felt like a no brainer. Yeah, definitely. I can't bet fourteen though, man. I wouldn't either. But he was twenty somewhere, wasn't he? At some point. Yeah, he was 20 on FanDuel just an hour ago. What is he now? Now I'm seeing 14. What's the best on Minwoo? He won in China last week. 20. FanDuel and bet MGM, he's 20. That's not even a good number. No. What's the best on Decky? Sungjae's of 16 at bet MGM. Um, Hideki is nothing good there either. 16 in Bet and GM, 16 on Bet Rivers. 
I think Sanjay has a better chance to win than Hideki. Me too. Fowler's been the guy who was drifting. He's down to Rightful. 20 on DraftKings. Rightfully so. Why was he 14 this morning when I woke up? Yeah, it makes no sense. Sahith. Uh, He's been, been bad. He's been bad, huh, since uh, Ricky? The win? Yeah, he has. Yes, I. Uh, he was good here last time he played. Yeah, second. Finished second, so I'm sure that's why he started off good. But no one, I'm sure nobody's betting him. But 20 on DraftKings. I mean, I don't know. I I, just, I still prefer Sanjay or someone else, but a little more digestible. Yeah, um, I get no interest in Ricky Fowler unless he was 35 to one. Agreed. And how about Keegan, defending champ? Uh, I don't hate he was 25 this morning. I don't hate it. Um, I just don't know where his game is. We haven't seen him since the tour championship, he's which 22. he did play well at, right? He played well there. I think so. He's down to 22 though for me. And then you'd have back to back repeat winners. Yeah. And also throw Brooks in there too. Who won at Jedi back to back. Um, so then, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's going to win two years in a row. I just don't. I like Davis. But 20, yeah, the number 22 20. I mean, these numbers all overall are really bad. At least he's been playing. Yeah. So I bet Sungjae, uh, 16, I think I would bet. I think that, yeah, that's the lowest I can go, though. I can't go to 14. Yeah, I agree. 16 is as low as you can go. Look at Cam. He has. Seventh, sixth, fortieth, third, seventh, last five. Did he play throw here a, last year? Throw a tenth in there too before this. So he has five top tens his last six events. Five Did top he play? Ten. He uh, he played here last year, finished 29th. So yeah, not bad. I mean, I guess it's okay. There's I think he's good on Ben. Yeah, it's his best by far. Yeah. He gains on bent, loses everywhere else. Okay, so he he does make sense, but I just can't get there with the number. Uh, okay, and then uh, okay, Scott, he was twenty this morning. Now it's uh, somewhat digestible with a twenty-five, and it's now up to twenty-eight in two spots as well. Wow, keep fucking going. He's twenty-eight on Caesars, and he's twenty-eight on BetMGM. Uh, and I knew it was going to start going up. Uh, so, but I did bet the 25 when it moved on drafting just because I had money in there. And I thought, I don't know, in drafting, it was going to get too much better. Maybe it does. But I thought he was a guy who last night really just came to me as somebody who I could picture winning this event uh, for a couple of reasons. I think, let's see, uh, he's, he's done well in Asia throughout his career. I like that he's been there for a couple of weeks and acclimated. He did miss the cut last week in the Japan Open. Um, but he missed it on the number, and it was a really, really hard event. So, like, he finished plus six. He shot 73-73. And the, guy, there were, the guys who made the cut just above him finished at, like, 28 over. So, it was really <laughs> for the, tough. For the event? For the event. What the fuck? What's going on? Uh, what was the winner? Winner was minus eight, but there was, like, no one really close. I think the guy wow. was, like, Top five, there's people over par, so I don't know. I'm not Who gonna was take in this event besides Scott, just a bunch of Japanese guys <laughs> and Adam Scott. And Adam Scott, why? I don't know. Something's going on with Adam, man. I think he's, I think he's, is he married? Uh, no, I don't think he is. And this, def, something personal going on. Like, I don't, I think he's been away from his family. Something's going on, I think. So, Mayura Iron Iron. Does that is that are those from Japan? What is it? The, his irons, the Mayura. I have no idea. I'm not a I'm not a gear guy. Um okay. That's so, Mike D. Let's see. I think it could be something to do with that. Uh I believe they are I don't know. So I think maybe he's there for that and some of his sponsors stuff could be over there. Um but he yeah, I think they're Japanese. Um, so that's why I think he was over there. He put those new clubs in play. 
Okay. Uh, those new Meyer irons in play, the Adam Scott signature ones. Mm-hmm. He didn't uh, have those in play before? I think the first time he had them in play was um, Wyndham. Played well that week. He finished seventh. Um, they're like these custom irons, the Adam Scott ones. And so there's that. And I think it's a couple of his other sponsors were over there. So I think it's something to do with that. And he played that. Um, so he played the Japan. And I like he's been acclimated, um, that he got a week under his belt. Didn't play terrible. Missed a cut on the number. Unfamiliar place. He's, he's Instagram said he took the bullet train over to Japan yesterday. So he's there already. Uh, has been acclimated to the stuff. He's won three times in Asia. What's the bullet train? Is that like underwater train? Yeah, it's like a crazy little, it uh, looks like a bullet, like those silver, it's like a, one of the fastest trains in the world, I think, from um, J- from wherever he was to Tokyo. Underground? He, yeah. How far is that? I don't know. I just saw his Instagram story. He looks, guy looks like the fucking man. He's, uh, he's like taking the bullet train, it is a video of the train, and then it's him, and he has tagged all these things in it. Louis Vuitton, Uniqlo Amb- Ambassadors, Rolex. All in the picture. He just looks hot as fuck too, huh? Hot as fuck. He's at uh, Shinbashi Station. Um, so, I mean, he's just fucking ready to go. And I, I he's he's won three <laughs> times in Asia. Qatar, he's won. He's won the Singapore Open, like I mentioned. I thought that. I don't know if it really is a comp, but for me, visually, it is. Um, that uh, Sentosa Golf Club. He's won there, and he also won in China, in Shanghai, China. I uh, beat Luke Donald there for something. I forget what. Um, so, Shang, yeah, Shanghai Open or something they used to have. Okay. He won that? Yeah. WGC China? I don't know if it was a WGC China or not. Um, it was, I think, I don't know. Let's just see. His career wins. It was... It was called something different. It was called, it was before the WGCs existed, I think. Um, it was the, was it the Johnny Walker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Johnny Walker classic, I think. On the why, was he at the, why was he at the Ryder Cup? I don't know. Maybe he's, a, maybe like you say, he's avoiding his family. Man, he looks he's, hot as fuck at the Ryder Cup, too. <laughs> he does. Singapore Open, he won. Um, so, you know, he's 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 definitely a global golfer. Wins all over the place. I think he's going to be fine. That's why he's in Japan early. I think he does need... I mean, we talked about earlier. He's not in any of these signature events. He didn't get the invite be. to the hero. You think he will be? I think maybe too, but he didn't get the hero invite. Yeah, that's 20 people. It's, yeah, I know. We get Sepp Straka and fucking... Brian Harmon. <laughs> I can't believe we have to go for the next year thinking Brian Harmon's a top 20 golfer in the world. I know we all we all have to pretend that he is when we all know in reality he's like a top forty to forty five player and always has yeah. been. Yeah, and then also with Scott, I he's I just picture him winning here like twenty nineteen Tiger. Man, he's just yeah. a failure though, dude. He's been nothing but failure to us. Hasn't Hideki too? How much money have we lost on this guy? A lot, like more than anybody. So what's I'm in, waiting. What's in I haven't hit. I haven't hit anything on Hideki and Adam Scott. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. And you telling me this week's the time at the Zozo? Could be. Oh, um, BMW PGA. Play well. He always plays well there. Yeah, he played. Uh, he finished. I want to say so. Last few times we've seen him was. He missed the cut at Japan. So he's T7 at Wyndham. He missed the cut at the Irish Open. Then he was T7 at the BMW PGA. So he's going every other? And then he was cut at Japan. So I think he's he might give us due another T7. <laughs> he's due for a good one. Uh, but BMW PGA, he gained, he gained six strokes with his irons and two strokes off the tee. That's good. So I just think it's a good golf. I think it's a good golf course for him. Has he played here? He played here once. Uh, I think he finished 33rd or something. Yep. Man. Is he the caliber golfer? Like if Xander, Morikawa, Sungjae, Hideki aren't in the mix, 
I don't know, man. Thirty to one. I think he should be able to. Uh, I mean, it's much better, much better at thirty than when it was twenty this morning. I couldn't bet that. I think it's now I can think about it. But yeah, thirty is a good number on him, definitely. Yeah, I'll bet the thirty. Fuck it. I just got a feeling. I have a gut feeling. Not that I haven't before on Scott. So I already know who the winner is, though, so it doesn't matter. Oh, uh, we do both know who the winner is. That's right. Yeah. So uh, forty range. You got Grillo, Svensson. How about Shank? Shank's been. Uh, did he play well when he returned? I don't know. Fuck him. Okay, not Shank, guys. Um, Bo, he's been kind of around lately. Yeah, but he he should have won last. He's just a fucking loser. He is. <laughs> uh, what about Hoagie? He's got some history here. Ninth last year, seventeenth year before. He does make a lot of sense. Now he's 50 to 60, and he was 30 in these fields that were full fields. Yeah, I mean, I get the history and all that, but there's still a little piece of me is like, Hoagie's just going to win in Japan. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be the stuff of Hoagie legend there. <laughs> would, I mean, he's, he has his courses and stuff, but Hoagie just goes to Tokyo and fucking wins. <laughs> The Japs like to gamble, don't they? Hoagie's a big gambler. Yes, they do. They smoke cigarettes, I believe, as well. Okay. Um, they definitely smoke a ton of cigs. All right. This guy, Alex Noren, he's 50. I bet him this morning at 65. I don't think he's going to win at all, but I bet him. It's that was a good number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's played all over the world. I didn't realize he won. He's won ten times on the Euro Tour. Granted, it hasn't won in five years, but yeah, no, sixty is a good number. The way he's, I mean, he 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 was I think second in the field, tee to green last week. He hit it really, really well. Yeah, where he finished T three. Yeah, that eighteen pack or minus seventeen, something like that. Eighteen. He finished at eighteen. Yep. Okay. Any interest? No. I mean, I I have a little bit of interest, but I think he's gonna. I think he can definitely play well. I have a hard time seeing him win, despite his worldwide win throughout his career. I just, I don't feel like he's that guy anymore. Wasn't there a couple times like over the last few years where he's flashed and it seemed like he was going to do something and he just didn't. I don't know if there was a time this past year, but maybe the year before year before. I mean, I remember he was a kind of a hot name. Okay. Well, I bet him. Um, so I hope he plays well. Who do you like better him or Hoagie? I mean, him at 65. No one's going to have him at 65. He's already, he already moved up on DraftKings. He was 40 this morning. Now he's 50. Say him and Hoagie are both 50. Who do you like better? They are both 50. Um, does Norm play there? 17th. Uh, he finished 18th. Um, I don't know. Toss up. I really don't. I, I see all the reasons you like Norn. It makes sense. Okay. And then, uh, okay, champ down to 55. Yeah, we bet him at, you got him at 80. I got him at 75 this morning. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I I think he's winning. I do too. Is it crazy? No, I don't think it is. I think he's, I I think he's a great chance to win. Hasn't really crushed it with the approach, but yeah, he's was eighth here in 2022, and he's showing form. And you want a bomber, and 80 to one this morning when I hit it, that was just a dumb number. It is dumb. In 2022, when he finished eighth, he missed the three cuts prior and the three cuts after. Now he's in good form. Wow, this has 3M written all over it does like i think it's a smash smash i might i might do something crazy if if, if i still had that 80 available oh uh, who are we pile in champ with i know I, <laughs> um i think he is a great shot he obviously likes the course he's a guy i can picture winning in china too definitely i think he has some chinese in him oh yeah he's not even it's not even in china but you know what the fuck i'm saying no. <laughs> in asia yeah. Yeah, he's definitely has some Asian in him, right? 
Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I know he has black in him, but yeah, I think his hair is a little too curly to be Asian. Yeah, got the Asian look though, a little bit. Yeah, I and I like. I think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because he's he's so big into the Nike stuff. Yeah, maybe it's for me that was why I thought. But I I can just picture him winning there. Um, pound he pounds the ball, and when he and when he wins, he just gains so many strokes off the tee. Yeah, we were regretting not being on him last week. Thank God he didn't win because we both said to each other, like, we love what we saw from Champ at Sanderson, but didn't think Shriners was the course for him. And what the fuck happened to him midway through that Saturday round? I think he was getting a little wild off the tee, and then I think he – let me just let me just check actually the round by round here because I, I was curious about that. Dude, it was um, crazy. He was like four over, and then all of a sudden he birdied five straight on the back nine. <laughs> I think he's just getting into the fact that he was even contending there and on a course that really shouldn't suit him at all. Right. To me is like just a great sign. I, I didn't want him to win, but let's see if I can go round by round. Um, Does Mexico have Zoysia fairways? The new one, Vedante? No, but you, I, I don't know if they do, but you know what? I looked at the data golf closest comp course and Vedanta Vallarta was the second. Or first, sorry, it was first. Second you know, was uh, Caves. You know, he's finished sixth and eighth at the, last, the first two years at Vedanta. Yeah. That's oh. another that's a great point. This is a smash play. These are his courses. Yeah, so let's see. Round by one, round by round. Shriners, round one, he gained 3.1 on approach, 1.2 off the tee. So Saturday, um, he was leading the field around the green Thursday, Friday. Saturday, he lost two around the green, lost 1.7 approach and 2.3 off the tee. So I think he was just spraying it all over the place. Then he got it right back on set on Sunday. He gained one stroke off the tee on Sunday, um, even on approach. I don't, know if you saw any, I don't know if you saw any of the interviews with him, but you could tell he was in a good place. Like they, He just had a kid like two months ago. Everybody's healthy. Um, he talked about how his game's coming around, and like it was just all positive things. So I feel like he's he's a good headspace too. He he's a and he's a heat check guy. I just feel like huge heat like check heat guy. Check. And he's a winner. And he's a winner. He's a, he is a winner. And I just can picture him winning Zozo. Like completely can picture it. Oh, uh, I bet first I woke up this morning. I just bet the eighty right away. I, like, I almost wow. text text you the Vidanta thing last night. Um, uh, no, who else plays well at Vedanta? Who? Whoa. Oh, yeah. That's true. Any interest there? I have no idea what he's doing, but Vedanta and I just thought of whoa. I just don't think. 100 to 1 on DraftKings. Um, I don't think he has it in him. No? Not really. Okay. Fair. Kind of agree. Yeah, no, I think he's going to win an alternate event. I just, we'll bet him at Puerto Rico and Corrales. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Cam Champ, it is. Yeah, he's the winner. Would you bet 55? I'd bet 55. Yeah, I just did again. <laughs> nice. All right. Let's go. I think I'd bet a 25. You shouldn't even. We shouldn't even bet these other guys. Just wasting no, money. <laughs> I know. Well, that's why I'm happy with where, where I'm at. Like I'm, I got a, c- a couple of guys who I think towards the top will be all right. And I feel a lot better about. Let's put it this way: I feel better about betting Scott at 25, 28, 30 when I have the winner at 80. <laughs> He's just there to bet, just so you don't have to kill yourself if, you, if exactly. Scott somehow wins or gets in a playoff with Champ. Yeah, exactly. So I'm happy with that. And then I bet one more guy. Hold on. Before you get, I think I know who you're talking about, but what about KH Lee? Showed a little something last week. He did. He no did. interest. Um, I don't know. I'm not a KH Lee guy, I don't think. Yeah, me neither. But I can see that why he seems good, I guess. Okay. Well, that's your bet. Um, 
Uh, Nakajima, hundred to one. Do you know that eighty on DraftKings? Wow, I just bet it twenty minutes ago. Uh, He was one twenty on FanDuel. And do you know that he has the record for the most weeks um, as number one in the Wagger? In the what? The World Amateur Golf Rankings. He does? He does. 80 weeks, the most ever. Do you know who's second? Tiger? Nope. I don't think he was an amateur that long. Three years. Was he? Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't Tiger. I don't know who. Rom. 62 weeks. Wow. So he was up there a lot when he when How he was Tiger not. I don't know. Tiger won fucking three uh US Amps in a row. Didn't he only play a freshman and sophomore year? In junior. He won three straight US amateurs. Yeah, maybe, maybe they might have even had it back then. Yeah, it's true. When did the old WGR get made? I don't know. Okay. Um, All right, so what do you like about Nakajima? I, I think people that have followed us for a while know we bet him occasionally on these uh, Asian events. Um, but what do you got recently on him? Um, he's been really good lately. He So when he, when he turned pro in October last year... I think the first, I think this was his first event after turning pro. Okay. Last October, and he finished uh, tied for 12th. Shot a 63 in round two. So, I mean, he definitely likes this course. He played this as an amateur in 2021, finished 28th, which is pretty good. I just had a flashback of uh, that 62 round and texting you about it. Yeah. Did we have him last year? I think we did. Yeah. Um, And then. Let's see what else he's been playing really well lately he had like one bad start but other than that um he finished in the so in his last four starts he's finished in the top eight three times he's one nice. he so, plays yes. on the japan tour right he plays on the japan tour so he's in japan obviously all the time he's japanese he won the yokohama minato championship uh in august then he went T35, T4, T3, T8, miscut, T10. He was T10 last week in the event that Scott missed the cut in. Like it. Look at the stretch back in over the summer, starting in um, May. Second, tied second, win second, tied third. Right, but just like... Just up in class here, right? Yeah. Why is he? Uh, why isn't he on another tour? I don't know. I think he has to get. He has to earn his way there. This could could be a big week for him, right? I have no idea. I mean, I love the way he looks too. He's not a soft looking Japanese. Does he look like a young Hideki? No, he looks more hard. Like, I'm going to share my screen here for a sec. Um, he just looks, he has like a menacing look to him. That's looking right here. See that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he doesn't fuck around, I don't yep. think. No, yeah. He, he'll beat somebody's ass. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I do think that helps in in a way, and I th- he's 23 now. Like the fr- last couple of years, he's been playing good, but now he, uh, you know, he's I think he's ready to get in that upper tier. I mean, he was a, he's the best Japanese prospect since Hideki. So we're in Japan. Let's see what you got. I think he's capable of winning a PGA event. I think he's one of those guys who, like, if he's at his best, he can beat anybody. But he's just really streaky. Yeah. And is he All capable right. of it? I don't know, but he's a fucking hundred to one. Yeah, I'll bet him. I'm in. Uh, cool. I don't think there's anybody else to talk about, right? Unless you want to bet Tiger. No, I don't want to bet him. I was looking at Matt Wallace a little bit. I thought he made some sense. Didn't play too great here last year. So I think those four I'm good with. Sung Jay Scott, 
um, Nakajima and the winner, Cam Champ. All right. Over under the amount of money you're going to win on Camp Champ. 40,000 is the number. Oh, that's over. <laughs> that's a smash. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. I love yeah. that. I'm going to have to bet more on this guy. What time are we going to have to watch him win? I don't know. It's going to be early. I thought it was late. I thought it was like 11 p.m. it starts. No, I think it's. I think coverage starts at like 10 or 11, if I recall. But they don't finish until like 3 or 4. So early. But like Jeez. they actually start teeing off, I think, around like 6 or 7 p.m. Like huh. Wednesday night. I'm pretty I think sure it's 11, yeah. Seven. I thought it was like 10 or 11. And that's when coverage starts. Okay. It goes all the way to 3, the tee off at three no like finish like, at three yeah like saturday they'll finish at like three i think okay so maybe uh take a little nap yeah i mean if cam champs and we're not taking any naps staying up all the way through <laughs> all right let's do it all right go cam champ and go the other guys too. Just, just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. <laughs>